Aloha, everyone. It's Dr. Lisa Hartwell. Welcome to Anxiety Ease, the show that reveals a calm mind is an organized mind, and an organized mind is a calm mind. We'll make it fun and inspirational with a bit of learning the neuroscience and the real reasons some of us keep pushing on professionally, good or bad, at the expense of leading life with inner peace. Aloha. Welcome to the Anxiety Ease podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Hartwell, your podcast host. And today we are going to talk about the power of stillness, cultivating inner peace amid high-functioning anxiety. I always like to say the everlasting quote is be still and know that you can live your personal and professional life with more peace, joy, and calm through this lens the lens of five pillars that I talk about in my upcoming book, Cultivating Professional Success. And this is one of the five pillars that I, I go over. And I want to read you an uh, excerpt I wrote about creating stillness as one of the foundational pillars that we use to anchor ourselves when it comes to growing from our high-functioning anxiety. Because that is the goal. The goal is to grow from it. The catch is learning how to be still and taking time for rest that's actually imperative for growth. You know, during the winter months when everything around you in nature looks barren of leaves and it looks like nothing is growing, it looks like the trees are dead, new growth is happening deep within the roots and within nature's internal structures inside the branches and inside the trunks of trees. When we humans rest, though, when we have ease in our lives, this is when we grow. Stillness and rest are imperative for growth. We see this in kids. Every time they have a growth spurt, they tend to sleep a lot more. Um, as you can tell, I have a little bit of a, a cold going on. And once I get done batching these five episodes today, I'm going to go home and go to sleep, <laughs> take a nap, because I know that in order for me to grow and to heal, I need to rest. And so I it's a balance, right? It's a balance of figuring out how to listen to what your body can give and then in turn, giving your, bo your body and your brain what it needs, which is that stillness and rest. But creating stillness in your life, it really can be helpful for managing high-functioning anxiety and keeping it at baseline, or at least on the, I would talk about this in one of my episodes on a scale of zero to 10. We always want to keep it around a zero to two, three would be pushing the envelope a little bit, but there's a few different ways that you can do this. And I'm going to just kind of walk you through, what do I have here? I have five for you. I've got five tips I wanted to go over. One of those is reducing stress. And I know this sounds so cliche, but you know, high functioning anxiety can be driven by stress and pressure and actually feed off of that stress and creating stillness can help to reduce your stress levels, in turn, reducing your high-functioning anxiety. When your mind and body are in a state of stillness, it allows your nervous system to calm down, which can reduce the physical symptoms of anxiety, such as maybe rapid heartbeat, shallow breathing, and tense muscles. So when you think about reducing stress, you're really talking about how can I just sit still for a moment and get back to baseline? 
And something as tangible as focusing on your heartbeat and recognizing that it's actually slowing down when you're at rest is something that's so mindful that in turn, it reduces stress. So it's reciprocal, just like we talked about in that last episode. A second one would be it increases self-awareness. When we create stillness in our lives, it allows us to tune into our thoughts, feelings, and bodily sensations. This increased self-awareness can help you really identify triggers for anxiety and better understand, there's that word again, I keep coming back to patterns of thinking and reacting, which in turn creates new neuron pathways in your brain. We as psychologists are very interested in patterns of thinking and behavior or reacting. It's the patterns that creates those neuron pathways is the only thing that we can change. So one-offs don't count, in other words. So, So when you have thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that are happening, and it's just one time that you acted that way, you thought that way, um, it's not really anything that you can change, but it's the patterns of the thinking and reacting that creates those new pathways in your brain that you can change. And this is done through obviously increasing self-awareness. Thirdly, it improves decision-making. We're in When we're always in a constant state of busyness and distraction, it can be difficult to make clear and rational decisions. Creating stillness in your life can help you approach decision-making with a clear and calmer mindset, which can lead to better outcomes. So when you think about it, when you've ever had a decision to make, was it easier? Was it done with more ease and grace and clarity when you were busy and distracted or when you were still? I'm going to vote for still because I know I'm that way. I always try to take a moment and pause if there is a decision that needs to be made, even if I have to ask to buy some time from somebody if they want an immediate decision. I'll just say, I need to just be still for a moment and think about how I want to respond or make a decision. Fourthly, uh, it enhances creativity. So stillness can actually be a powerful tool for enhancing your creativity. When you allowed your mind to quiet and be still, you create space for new ideas and insights to emerge. One of the ways that I accomplished this one was in the writing of my book that's coming out in August, which is I took the month of March off in between. I had uh, changed positions within my state work and I decided to go ahead and take my leave and take that month to write my book, even though I had the outline and um, the proposal finished from the publisher and everything But I needed to create that stillness in order for my creativity to really allow it to flow out of my brain because it was all in my brain. I had it written in my brain, but it needed to get to paper in order to be published, right? I had to create stillness, which was going and setting myself up in places that enhanced my creativity. And there's lots of places to choose from here in Hawaii. So it was quite easy for me. I just booked uh, four different vacations for myself and I stayed there all day for eight hours. And I would get up and I would swim and then I'd go back and write and then I'd have lunch and then I'd go back and write some more. And I did this rinse and repeat once I did about four times a week for four weeks until the book was done. 
So I had to create that space for stillness in order for me to be quiet without distractions, to be still for those new thoughts to emerge. And then finally, being still promotes overall well-being. Creating stillness in your life, it can promote overall well-being. It helps you cultivate a sense of inner peace. Obviously, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, improving your sleep and reducing feelings of overwhelm and exhaustion. It's just overall impacts your ability to thrive throughout the day, really, by creating this stillness. Overall, creating stillness in your life can be a valuable tool for managing your high-functioning anxiety. And this can take on many forms, again, through meditation, spending time in nature, you know, just taking a few minutes every day just to be still, just sit there and gaze out into space (laughs) counts. It all counts. Finding moments of stillness can help to promote this calmness, self-awareness, and an overall well-being. You know, a lot of us have situations where we do struggle with this and it isn't until you find that that key tool for yourself where and it could be something I know I always talk about mindfulness and meditation but that doesn't have to mean you have to become a yogi or anything it really can be simple as going for a walk and just noticing and of course I'm going to put a caveat here because we have a lot of nature in Hawaii but when you go for a walk Maybe notice the different types of trees on your walk. Maybe notice the different types of flowers. I'm a little bit crazy when it comes to flowers. I take a lot of pictures of flowers. I have about 100 pictures of flowers on my phone um, just because I love flowers. And it's always fun to me to think about how many different species of flowers there are and trees even when I go for a walk. So it's not just the sense of going for a walk. It's about being so present-minded that you can be still in the moment to really, truly appreciate the beauty around you. And that self-awareness makes that connection between you and nature that is reciprocal that helps you be still and just stills your mind. And that, in turn, is what improves your well-being. So it doesn't have to be, like I said, anything earth shattering. You don't even have to go anywhere. You can just step outside on your your lanai or your porch, or you can, uh, you know, just have a cup of tea and just enjoy the stillness of just being quiet for the benefit of well-being. So I hope that inspires you to create some stillness in your life regularly. And, you know, use it as an anchor for your high-functioning anxiety cycles. And um, next time I am going to be talking about enjoying the joy in our lives and how can we embrace that and and the power of joy that it plays in this, this idea of creating positivity in our life for an antidote for high-functioning anxiety. And if you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with anyone and uh, hit me up if you have any questions or you want to set up a consultation. Uh, All my link information is in the show notes and I look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Ahuiho. Okay, that's a wrap for this week. The Anxiety Ease podcast is produced by myself, 
and the music is provided by Pixabay. For more episodes or to get in touch anytime, you can visit my website, drlisahartwell.com. And if you do like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. Also, if you want to see where you fall in the continuum of your high-functioning anxiety, head on over to the link that's found in the show notes, heartwellanxietyassessment.com.